Hello, I'm Sammy, and welcome to the Egg Corn Podcast, where we make nonsense make sense. And I'm Ram- Raymond, debatably human. Debatably human. <laughs> is that why we've been? <laughs> is that why we've been doing too many subjects on uh, on AI? You're like doing some recon for your robot brethren. I thought that was good. <laughs> okay, so today we are talking about. Well, we're kind of following on from our sort of TikTok espionage uh, episode from last time um, where we were talking about whether or not TikTok should be banned. Um, And this time round, we are talking about a uh, trend on TikTok, which has gotten people quite riled up, which is the traditional wives trend, um, which is basically just women on TikTok who are, you know, blogging about their lives as housewives like traditional housewives without jobs you know looking after husbands family clean the house things like that you know they they dress all 1950s it's quite stylized um and people have lost their fucking minds about it um so yeah just wondering what your thought on that is you know because there people are saying it's anti-feminist and i just you know what do you think about that what does feminism mean into like actually women have equal opportunity to do whatever they want and now you're saying Mm. women have to do a certain thing to be considered feminist it kind of goes against yeah. what it preaches inherently you know what i mean yeah i i completely agree with that yeah it's uh it's weird because it's you find a lot of the time there's this and i'm a person who considers myself vehemently feminist like i i believe in feminists completely but i do think that there are some bad actors who have sort of hijacked the movement and they are using it to control women the same way as patriarchy did and i just think that's really wrong um you know people should have the choice to do women you know men everyone should have the choice to do what they want to do when they want to do it and i don't really see why anybody gets to tell them they're not allowed to well historically women's like rights and like the feminism and equal rights for women have always been a touchy subject you know there's there's typically two camps right there's like the liberal side like almost like the hippies who are saying Women should be more progressive. They're allowed to have sex, do whatever they want, right to choose, all that stuff. Then there's a more conservative side. You have to be more traditional. You have to be at home, take care of your husband. And they've always kind of fought against each other and kind of held the movement back. Whereas I don't think they should. Mm-hmm. Like there doesn't need to be two sides, right? If you want to be a housewife, yeah, that's an an admirable goal, right? Like that's what you want to do. You want to raise children. That's one of the things society needs the most right if you want to work if you want to be more progressive whatever that's also admirable we need people who have careers and women need to have a voice in society because they're intelligent right it doesn't have to fight against each other is what i'm trying to say no yeah and i completely agree with that because obviously there are people in the world who don't think women should have any rights don't think that women should be allowed to do anything they should be just trapped at home you know doing whatever they're doing but I think sorry just to interrupt that that doesn't just come from a women's like a male perspective either like people like to say only men think that there's a lot of women Mm. who think that as well especially in America during like you know the equal rights amendment there was a whole thing try to get that passed there was a woman Phyllis Schlafly she was very against the feminist movement saying it's gonna ruin traditional homes it's gonna ruin you know the the way family structure works in a nuclear family and then she fought against that Ironically, she was like a head of an organization saying that women shouldn't work. You know what I mean? Which she never really understood. But there's that camp of women who think if we work and get more progressive, who's going to raise these children? What's going to happen to the domestic family? It's going to go away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I completely agree with that because there's there's a politician from, uh, I think it's Tennessee, called Marsha Blackburn, who kind of did sort of a similar thing um she voted against the uh you know uh was it re um reinstating or uh, or, or re-empowering the um violence against women act and apparently her beef with it was um more to do with like lgbt issues the fact that she didn't like that they'd added protections to protect that group of people which you know obviously makes her such a nice person um but yeah it's like there are there are plenty of women who push push these kind of ideas onto other women um and it's it's yeah it's i i mean to be fair a lot of the sexism that women have historically encountered has come from other women like a lot of the uh you know you have to wear a certain outfit you have to do a certain thing it comes from women and i think part of it comes from like uh oh you know 
if I have to do it, you have to do it too. But also it's this fear because obviously women historically have had to be linked to a man in order to have any sort of agency within life because you weren't allowed to own property. You weren't allowed to um, have money. You weren't allowed to have a bank account. You couldn't operate unless you were married. And so that fear of like, you have to do these things because otherwise they won't know will marry you. And it does come from a place of like almost protection. But at the same time, it's like, you're protecting me, but you're oppressing me at the same time. That's complicated, right? Because it's different now. Women have a lot more opportunity now. So if they do want to live alone and like start their own life, they can. But you go back 60 yeah. years or you go to a third world country you know, like my parents are from Pakistan. A woman over there, especially in the rural areas, she doesn't have a life yeah. outside of marriage. She can't go to work. She tries to go to school. People will literally throw acid on her face. They'll they'll rape her. You know, they'll do the most horrible things for any woman who tries to break the structure. Yeah. And for them, like when a woman says, hey, don't try to be progressive, your life's going to be threatened. Is she really wrong in saying that? Is she really, you know what no, I mean? No, definitely not. She's just trying to protect her kid no. or daughter or whatever. But like the daughter maybe wants to yeah. liberate herself but that liberation comes at a cost, right? Yeah. Which is unfair. Like, you shouldn't have to be in that position in the first place. But that's where I, I feel like those women typically hide in that movement. Like, you have to be this way. Otherwise, the worst case scenario could happen, which it does happen. I think, yeah, it's coming from that kind of fear. Because I think, obviously, a lot of women's rights in the West were kind of tied into the whole war, weren't they? Because they realized that they needed women in the workplace in order to keep the country running. And so a lot of... Pro- progress for women you started there that was kind of the crux of it i know we kind of backtracked in the 50s um but then it kind of you know opened up again in the 60s and 70s with you know new waves of feminism but i think the main problem is that some women are fearful that if we let one thing slide women are going to end up chained to the kitchen sink in a full-blown kind of gilead situation however they're conflating personal choice with mandate just because 10 percent of women or whatever have aspirations to be a housewife that doesn't mean that all women are going to be forced to do that and people have got this kind of argument of like oh well if men are going to want housewives and you know to wipe their asses for them and it's like yeah of course they're going to want that because who in their right mind wouldn't want somebody at home whether you're a man or a woman wouldn't want somebody at home who is doing that for them who is making their life easier like it's just a no-brainer but the thing is we as women have a choice on who we marry. So if you're with a man who is like, well, I want you to be a housewife and you don't want to be a housewife, then you don't marry that man, do you? You exercise your personal choice to not marry that man. And I think the real issue is we... I think the real issue here isn't with some women wanting to be housewives. The problem is with society not placing appropriate value on the work done by women or men in the household so i think a big reason that people born from the 80s onward these latchkey kids are so overwhelmed by life is because these younger generations weren't like parented properly you've got both or whatever parent working 60 plus hour weeks meaning they've hardly any you know time or energy to be present with their kid and all because we have this culture that kind of venerates working yourself to death in order to make somebody else rich and obviously that's kind of changing a bit now because we've got more of a focus on a work-life balance but I really don't see an issue with a parent choosing to stay home and make a family it doesn't matter which parent obviously I'm like speaking from like a heteronormative society in that respect but it's also relevant to people who are LGBTQ parents who are trying to make that decision for their kids you know we need to acknowledge that work in the household is just as important as any other work even if it doesn't have a monetary value being the heart and center that helps shape a new generation is some of the most important work there is and if you think about back when we were like in tribes or like even 50 years ago raising kids was like a family affair so kids always had a presence whether that was a grandparent another mother in the tribe who could be fully present with that kid now kids are often lucky if they get half an hour with their parent every day and it's all mummy and daddy are tired go find something else to do here's a screen to play with and the people love blaming technology for the fact that kids today don't know how to form relationships and don't seem to value maintaining them but won't really look inward to examine where they've learned that behavior if they're you know if there are no close bonds or strong relationships within the family how do people think kids are going to learn or appropriately value those skills on the outside yeah. I don't know. What do you think of that about parents staying home? Well, for me, it's like, let's say you're a couple and you're having a kid and you made the decision, hey, I want my kid to grow up 
with some structural integrity, right? Whatever that may be. Somebody needs to stay at home. Mm. In most cases, who do you think is more likely to stay at home? Not because like the man coerced her or the woman felt like she had to. Let's say they're both a very progressive couple. Typically, a woman is more likely to say, yes, I want to stay home versus a man, right? Unless like she has the better career or maybe he has the better career. I don't know. Typically, if you look at it, women would choose to stay home more often than a man would. You can hate that about society. You can hate that about people. But like women just tend to be more nurturing. They tend to be more caregiving. Right. And if they decide to do that more relative to men, like what's what's the problem there? Right. Like if a feminist like is feminism saying women have to work and they men have to switch to gender roles. Like what like what 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 do they want? Right. Like that's like from the coming from a guy's perspective. Right. The frustration is like if a guy wants a housewife, we're suddenly toxic masculinity. Right. Like, oh, we're, we're just evil people. Like, what? It's a preference, right? If that's your preference, how is that evil? Like, I'm not saying I'm going to domesticate a woman and, like, trap her. It's just maybe some guy wants that traditional family structure. Is that really so toxic to want that? And is that mm. really so toxic for a woman to want that as well? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And the thing is, as much as there are men who have a preference for you know maybe having like a more traditional wife there are also women who have a preference for a more traditional husband so like you know and and not all not all gender roles are evil like uh, my uncle and my aunt right they're they're from a different generation he i mean my mum always liked to say that he was you know a chauvinistic pig but like a lovely man and like i actually don't agree with him being a chauvinistic pig at all like i think she just said it to like kind of be funny because obviously he they did have a very enforced gender role like my aunt kind of waited on him hand and foot but at the same time he would never have dreamed of making her do something that was like he considered a man's job like he would never have dreamed of that like she wouldn't be allowed to touch the garden she wouldn't be allowed to carry anything like he would have done that work so it's not a case of like oh well he's an evil man and he wants a wife who's going to wait on him because i know there are men like that who do expect women to wait on them like i had a colleague who somebody told me his wife literally used to wait for him when he came home and he would do like this put his hands out and she would literally undress him take his shoes off him and i was like that woman needs some fucking self-respect that is a ridiculous situation to be in well that's a kink but that could be a kink somebody could be in well yeah i mean like now i think about it i'm like but maybe she loved that i mean to me that's really oppressive and like she she to me doesn't have much self-esteem but at the same time if that's what she wants to do with her life more power to her but at the same time there are women like my sister is a fucking ball buster she has an amazing career she's making loads of money she is the more alpha type of woman right and she she's happy she makes the decisions and her partner's fine with it i mean like he's not like a like an unempowered man like he's still pretty like he's very active in the household and stuff but like in terms of like who wears the trousers it's definitely my sister so it's like there's there's different scenarios for different people like some people want a traditional situation where the man does man stuff woman does woman stuff and then other people want to have a balanced relationship where they're both working they're both rearing the kids and some people want to have the absolute reverse where the man's at home and the woman's working like I don't know in my opinion i don't think it should be like a, oh the man stays home the woman stays home it should be a case of like whoever is making the most money or whoever wants to stay home the most like because my friend like she wants kids she's very lovely she's very nurturing well she's no i, I take that back she's not the most nurturing she is a bit sort shitty of shitty stunted, but her... mother <laughs> sorry that's just kind <laughs> no, of i don't think end. she would be a shitty mother like no, 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 not at all. Like, I do think she'd be a fantastic mother, but she's not a naturally mur- nurturing person. Like, she's lovely, she's very caring, but she's not a naturally nurturing person. On the flip side, though, her partner, he's desperate to have kids. He loves kids. He wants to hang out with them. He wants to be home and he wants to do it. And he's quite a masculine man. Like, I would say he's, like, very sporty. He, you know, he's got a lot of very masculine traits, but he's also a very nurturing person. And that's, like, his dream to be, like, a stay-at-home dad. And in that situation... That would be, you know, she can be the fucking high-flying ball buster and he can stay home and look after the kids. And that's what he wants. And that's an amazing situation. That's the best of both worlds. But sometimes there is compromise, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's like, okay, somebody needs to stay home. Who's that going to be? Hmm. Uh, it could be a decision of who makes more money. It could, be a de- it could just be a decision of somebody refuses to do it and the other one just says, okay, fine, fuck it. Right? But yeah. that, that's a conversation for the couple to have, either before, during, after, whatever, right? That's their conversation. Mm-hmm. For me, I think ultimately the question is, like, if you take a step back, what is the ultimate goal 
of the feminist movement, right? Equal rights for women. What does that mean? They get to do whatever they want to do. So it's not yeah. like, hey, they need to work or they need to be progressive or they need to be liberated or anything like that. It's if a woman wants to choose something, other women are supporting her in that decision. Right. That's it. Mm. So like, but lately I feel like there's this camp of both sides, right? One, one side of feminism, like, no, we have to be working at, we have to be housewives. We have to do the traditional stuff. And the other side is like, no, we have to work and we have to get our careers and forget children and like focus on yourself. You do you girl type stuff is like, what happened to like the equal rights movement where it was just do what you want and we'll support mm -hmm. you. Why has that never been the thing? You know what I mean? I feel like that's what holds the feminist movement back more than anything. It's like dividing it. That's that's all I have to say. Yeah, I mean, like there there is a ridiculous amount of self policing within the feminist movement, which I I just think is crazy. And I was watching um, Eliza Schlesinger um, like yesterday, I think it was her her stand up special Unveiled, and like one of the things she talks about, and she talks about this quite a lot about like how it is difficult to be a woman. You know, and a lot of the issue is coming from feminism and feminists and like how they're expecting you to show up as a feminist. And she considers herself a feminist. She's like, I am very feminist. I believe that we all came here, you know, to, to kick in some dicks and like get it done. But she's also come up Please with this, don't kick our this dicks, idea that like basically. That, that's very painful. <laughs> no, we won't. It's mean. I would never do that. Um, yeah, do you know what? Sorry, to go off on a slight tangent, but somebody told me once how it feels to be kicked in the nuts. And ever since then, I was like, I will never kick in a man in the nuts. That sounds awful. I would never do that. So, like, I'm, I'm with you there. That sounds horrendous. It's just not a fun feeling. It's like, why would well, you yeah, do Well, yeah, I had no idea, like, like, the whole physiological reaction. And he, like, explained it to me. And I was like, God, that sounds awful. Well, you guys have to so, give birth. Like, we get kicked in the dick. I guess it's fair. We, yeah, I know, but, you know, you you don't have to kick someone in the dick. The only reason to actually kick someone in the dick is because they're, like, trying to murder you or something. And even then, that's not that effective if you listen to, like, Gracie. Um, anyway, uh, moral of the story is, anyway, please don't kick back, us in the dick. <laughs> back to the point, <laughs> which I can't even remember. What was the point I was making? Oh, yeah, Eliza Schlesinger. And basically, she was saying that basically women have to be, have to be kind of, like, walking on eggshells around other women to like never say the wrong thing and never not appear supportive to other women and it's like we can be supportive of other women but also still understand that like we are competing like she says the thing like life's a competition i showed up and so did you so let's get down to it basically i mean i think i'm paraphrasing that but like she's basically saying like i don't have to be supportive of every other woman in order to be a feminist like i just have to be making sure that i am not standing in another woman's way Unless, you know, you're both going for the same promotion, in which case, like, you know, no holes bars, like, there's, you know, everything's fair in love and war. But, like, you know, if as long as I'm not standing another way or, like, making a decision on behalf of another woman, then I'm being a feminist. Like, I, I'm letting you live your life. I'm making sure you have all the opportunities that are afforded to you and you don't lose anything just because you're a woman. But it doesn't mean that I have to be, like, fucking, you know your best friend and I have to be like actually actively making your life easier like that's not how life works and that's not how men operate either so it's like we've got to give all this bandwidth to supporting every woman and doing everything for everyone else and then it's like what you wonder why women burn out of the workplace and you wonder why women have an impossible time just living their lives and it's because they have to look after fucking everyone otherwise they're not feminist thing is like where did that come from right like who, who who's like nobody's like actually in charge of that movement but like why is that the why is that the feeling that women yeah. have about themselves in the feminist movement because i don't know right for me as a man it's like you guys do whatever you want that's what well, i think a lot of guys actually do think at the end of the day like they're not yeah. this whole thing about like oh men are so patriarchy and all that bullshit like a lot of men don't think about that every day they're not like oh how do i oppress women for them it's just like you know they just fall into the structural norms that most people do and when yeah. women say i want to do this they'll support them right there's not a lot of guys out there who who say, I don't want you to work, or like, I, if you do that, I won't let you do that. There is a subset, but like a yeah. majority of them, they don't care. You know what I mean? So I don't know where yeah. that sentiment comes from. Well, I think as a woman in the workplace, like there are, there are certain things that men do that do make it hostile for women in the workplace. And I don't think, it's never intentional. It's never ever like, fuck off, you're a woman, I don't want to hear what it is. But I think there's a, there's a, there is this, 
this kind of thing of like men don't seem to think that what women have to say is as important as what they have to say like i have had so many situations where guys just talk over me or they interrupt me or they you know i'll make a point in a meeting it can completely ignored two minutes later a man says it and it's like oh my god they're amazing like that has happened to me so many occasions i can't even count them right and you know there are a case of like men will get promoted and it won't be a case of like oh you know uh he was better for the job it was like oh you know he's got this quality that i just don't think you have and it's like what that he's got a penis like that's kind of the only quality that you can really like put it up to is that so like it is easier for men to work move through the workplace because they don't have to deal with all that bullshit in most of respects i think that happens because like who's the ceo like 90 percent of ceos are men and like men yeah. typically relate more to men that's just like what like that's fucking gonna happen and so they're gonna so that's the thing right like that's the special quality you're talking about like they have something that's like he's my bro mm. you're never gonna be my bro so that's why that happened it's yeah. shitty but like that's kind of why it is that's like if you know have you have you have a yeah, woman no, CEO, i completely understand that if you have a woman ceo she's probably going to promote more women not intentionally just because she relates more to women you say that though actually though but the thing is women are so taught to compete with each other that that doesn't even happen like women a lot of the time and like this is another thing with the feminist movement it's like i have to support you at all times but then like women will still be like oh well you know i don't like having a woman as a boss or like women are too competitive or things like that so like women do actually hamper other women in the workplace or they're not as like helpful to other women in the workplace like in times there are like (laughs) i used to find it really ironic because there was this uh this I won't state her job title, but there was a woman in my old job who like founded a feminist magazine, like a woman magazine that was about like empowerment of women. And she could not have been more antagonistic to women. Like she hated women, this woman. Like you could just tell she hated them. I just always find that so funny that this woman who supposedly wants to empower other women hates women. Like other than her little circle of like helpers, she just hated women. Like she was so antagonistic to any women in the whole company. When you say that, what do you mean? Like give me an example. Cause, Cause I don't know that. Well, just like bitchy and backstabbing, things like that. Or she just like wouldn't be very nice and she didn't want to hang out with the girls. She only wanted to hang out with the boys and the sales team. Like she was just one of those women where she was just very antagonistic to women and like wouldn't help you would like but then she was like oh we have to talk you know on linkedin she's like oh we have to talk about women's struggles and how to empower women it was like off woman you are the least like feminist person i've ever met that's just her shepherding the movement for personal gain a lot of people do yeah but i don't know because from like from a man's perspective it feels like what the fuck do you want from us kind of thing sometimes it's like you want us to support you on that decision to do whatever you want yeah. and we support you on that but then like you still want us to like respect some traditional gender norms it's like what do you want like you're picking and choosing like i don't know what you guys want sometimes. yeah it's it's picking and choosing what you want to be um but again i think i think a lot of the time women as well they are penalized in the workplace because you know they might have to go and take a year or two off to have a baby and that obviously isn't great for the bottom line of the business but we can't control that as a guy like that's what the fuck no 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 no, no. i know i know i know i'm not saying that you have to and i'm not saying this is purely your issue but this goes back to the valuing what women do in the household and not their ability to earn money so that's one thing but like women are penalized for that fact and also the fact that in in by and large women are still responsible for the majority of child related and household related chores and responsibilities like men do help but they are not burdened the same way that women are burdened okay and so you've got two parents who are spending the exact same time in the workplace but then the woman has to come home she has to cook dinner she has to feed the kids she has to look after the kids she has to take them to their sports and things like that and then she also has to clean the whole house and it's like what's the man doing and i know a lot of that is because women probably have been like can you help run the house the man's been like oh, i don't want to and so the woman's like well, fuck's sake i'll just do it but then it's like women also have to show up exactly the same and be as present and spend as many hours in the office as a man but it's like if a man is spending 60 hours in the office but then he gets to go home and sit on his ass the rest of the night then it's not really any different for him but a woman's got to go okay well i've got to take the kids home from school i've got to then take them to their club i've got to do xyz and then i've also got this project due so they have to leave work earlier or they need to have flexible hours but then they are penalized for that and they get passed over promotions for that and things like that or they don't get paid as much because of that and it's like well that's stuff that is outside of their control so it's like 
women are getting penalised in the workplace. They're expected to give as much as the men are giving, but then they're also expected to take on these responsibilities at home, which is why it's like, it's difficult for women. Because I know we're going back to the whole idea that like, it's probably the breadwinner, you know, the main breadwinner who should be the one staying in work and the other person should be staying home. But unfortunately, because of all these issues, women do actually end up being disproportionately paid less than their partners, depending on the jobs they're doing. And it's like not even in their control, that thing, because they are having to shoulder so much burden of child rearing. Okay. But then the question kind of becomes like, what do you want men to do? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, there's the... Help! Help! (laughs) But let's say they are helping. Help more! Let's say they are helping. (laughs) But how, like, it's just because you, like... that's so hard to like measure like there's no way to measure that yeah like how do you know if a man's helping or not to be honest i think i think a lot of it is coming down to the way that girls and boys are socialized because i don't think there's such a case anymore but it was very much a case of like back in the day when when we were kids girls were expected to help like do the washing up things like that whereas the boys weren't necessarily like i had a friend who she was always expected to help load the dishwasher to help make dinner to help do the groceries all this shit her brothers didn't have to do any of it. And when she was like, why do I have to do it? They were like, because you're a girl. And so it's like that programming of boys just thinking, well, we don't have to do anything. You know, and there's a lot of times that mothers won't tell their boy. I mean, I don't know what your situation is because I know you're a house of mainly boys, but like there's a lot of situations where a mum won't make boys do any sort of housework or chores or anything, but they'll make the girls do them. And I know that's different for like boy chores because in, in-house chores are generally considered girl chores and like outside chores are considered boy chores. But like... You know, there's a lot of situations where that's actually drummed into us, where we're like expected as girls to always help, always be useful, always be sweet, always blah, blah, blah. Whereas boys are just allowed to be whoever the fuck they want to be. Well, not, they're not because boys aren't allowed to have emotions and that was also an issue. But in terms of like what we bring to the table in terms of like a relationship or a family structure, like there is so much social conditioning that tells boys, I don't have to do any of that shit. That's nothing to do with me and girls like having to do it so like that's another thing we need to make sure that girls and boys in the household are being taught this is equally your job you both live here well that's down to the parents yeah i'm 100 percent right so like what like we like you can shift societal perspective but i don't think you'll be able to change most people's parenting right yeah and upbringing like that's hard how would you do that i think that just comes out from education right where the feminist movement could mm. try to shift people towards the progressive side of things which is working i think a lot of guys are trying to help more i don't know if you're seeing that or not yeah i completely i do completely see it like i mean and there's still a lot of people who look women's job <laughs> but like it is changing a lot but i do i do think that we need to change this idea that like housework and shit like that is a woman's job like that who is has that I, but like, because women okay so coming from a guy's perspective it's like no one says that explicitly so when like a guy says no, but they just won't help. I don't know. It's because I'm speaking from my perspective. If a girl asked me to help, I would help, right? And if a g- other guy, a girl asked that guy not to help, and he doesn't help, what is she supposed to do in that situation? Like, should she just leave him, right? Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, I think it is a case of girls like not being sort of um, discerning enough with who they're with. I think girls put up with a lot of bad behavior. Um, I think it's suppose when you're like stressed to hell, and then it's like either this thing gets done or I argue with my partner for an hour about whether or not he's going to do it. It's like, it's probably just easier to just do it yourself. Yeah, but then the guy's not learning anything. No, he's not. And like, that's the problem, isn't it? That's the thing with the feminist movement. And I'm, I'm not saying this because I'm anti-feminist because I'm absolutely 100% not. But the thing that's happened with the feminist movement is women have been liberated to do work, but then they haven't had anything else taken off their plate. They're still doing all the same shit, but now they also have to work 40, 50 hours a week. So it's like, they literally have made their lives a hundred percent worse because of liberation and it's like well we actually should have divvied up the household shit and it's because again we don't value the household shit and so people don't think it's work but how do you divide it up it's not like that's a conversation between a couple right like i'll do the dishes while you can cook and yeah. i'll do the whatever because right now yeah. the gender roles before were pretty easy girl does house guy does work now it's like there's no traditional way there's no like guy has to do this girl has to do this that's kind of the whole thing we're fighting against right so that's just a conversation mm. between the couple yeah. and typically what happens i feel like is the girl compromises in that situation and she lifts up a lot of that work but mm. that, that that's i think that'll take a long time to change because when something gets ingrained yeah. to, into somebody like in their upbringing 
they're not going to change. Like, I don't think anybody over 30 is going to change their perspective on this. Yeah, absolutely. And to be honest, I think we're wasting so much energy as feminists, like pointing the finger at other feminists and saying, you're a bad feminist, you're not supportive enough, and you're not doing this. When actually what we should be doing is like going, how do we make your life easier? How do we make it so that you are not shouldering the burden of all this shit? instead of adding more shit onto your plate because now you have to be a perfect feminist you can't just be a feminist you have to be perfect feminist which means you have to do everything you have to Sheryl Sandberg it and lean in and have everything at the same time and you know have an amazing family an amazing job high-flying career be fucking traveling all over the world and raising six perfect kids like it's just too much like women can't do it all and so it's completely understandable why these trad wife people are like fuck that i don't do any of that i'm just gonna stay home and bake cookies like fuck all of you it is an option right it's a viable option that that is one way of dividing it up right isn't it like Mm. is that okay that's i think that's fine if a girl decides but to do that's the thing. It's, as long as it's her choice, who gives a shit? If you want to be a fucking housewife, be a housewife. <laughs> it just makes me so angry. There are a lot of women who do. There are like a lot of women. Yeah. Especially because like I'm from like Pakistan culture, Indian culture type thing. There are a lot of women who do and who prefer that. Because they grew up seeing it, mm. you know? They, just the thing for them is like eventually you're going to get bored <laughs> just being at home all day doing nothing but cleaning and cooking yeah but not if you've got things to do like you don't have to just you know because you see all these yummy mummies and things like that who are like spend half a day at yoga and then they pick up their babies from montessori or something like so it's not it's not all boring it's not all just like so much yoga (laughs) gotta keep that bum like a peach um (laughs) i guess but you know it's like a lot of a lot of mums like they're having a whale of a time they're having a lovely time and then people are like oh they're gold diggers and it's like well what the fuck do you want like there are gold diggers out there like you know she's not allowed to be an indentured servant but she's also not allowed to be a yummy mummy like if she's there looking after her kids she's cleaning the house she's having a nice life like yeah what do you want i I think the gold diggers more for like the girls who go after the rich guys just so they can Mm. that i think that there are gold diggers out there let's not pretend there isn't thing is I'm not saying there's not gold diggers, but at the same time, if you're only valuing a woman for her beauty, what the fuck do you expect? Well, yeah, but then there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of guys out there who have, like, a lot of wealth like, who are perfectly fine with gold diggers. You know, they're yeah. like, oh, shit, she's hot, and she'll do things for me, and I'm okay with this. Yeah. <laughs> she's happy to do whatever I want as long as I pay her the money. And it's like, do you know what? That is, that's so funny, because I remember... Um, I, w- I used to work with this guy and he was talking about I think I can't remember what it was but it's like he was talking about when he like worked in Romania or something and he was saying these blokes like will marry a girl who's like probably like 18 because they're, they're rich as hell they'll marry a girl who's like 18 and then they'll be with her till she's like 28 and then they'll divorce her and find another one and I just found that so weird like why bother marrying someone if you have absolutely no intention of being with them long term like what is the point of that why wouldn't you just date them I think there's a social aspect to it. You can't just take it around like a girlfriend yeah, and present it to people. I guess not. But, like, I just found that so weird. And then, like, basically, like, they weren't even... I mean, like, I mean, they were kind of dicks to them. But I think, like, from the way you explained it, they would, like, sort of, like, ceremoniously, like, divorce them. But then, like, give them, like, a nice settlement package to, like, see them off. And I was like, that's such a weird situation. Like, fair enough. Because it's kind of like the whole thing with um, Leonardo DiCaprio. We're getting so off topic here. But, like... It's the whole thing with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and everyone complaining that he only dates 25-year-olds, but it's like, well, under 25, but it's like... Man knows what he wants. Yeah, exactly. It's, it is a bit creepy, but at the same time, those girls know what they're getting themselves into. Like, there is enough data there to be like, by the way, he's probably going to dump you when you turn 25. But like, and they're like, oh, well, it's disgusting. But it's like, I bet you he's showing them a fucking great time. He's taking them on yachts. He's taking them on expensive holidays. Like, he's I think it's equitable. Gifts. Like, I can, I can guarantee they are having a great fucking time dating him and if he wants to be 90 years old and not you know be whatever then that's his prerogative like who the fuck cares hey, they're agreeing to it and they know what they're signing up for well exactly exactly 100 so percent. like it's like it is a bit weird that he dates like 19 year olds but they are legal so it's like if he's going off to like 16 year olds i could see where people got grossed out by it but it's like for fuck's sake they're adults if they want to go out with an old man who's going to lavish them with gifts let them honestly i think a lot of women would take that in a heartbeat like a lot of women 100 percent, 100 like for a few years of being spoiled and you get to be with leo like come on i mean it's like no different from a sugar baby situation and i know some people are like Ooh, sugar babies but it's like again who the fuck cares 
it's like if you want to if you know if you're happy to have like a very nothingy relationship with someone to get loads of you know money out of it like who the fuck cares like that is your choice to me that is feminist as fuck i'm using this guy for his money fuck it yeah there, there is a there is a way to turn a gold gold digger is kind of like a feminist she's just like fuck it i'm gonna just use him for his money and he'll die in like a few years and i'll cop as well which is shitty but like <laughs> yeah but again the guy knows what he's getting himself in for there's no way a 90 year old dude who is wealthy and finds a fucking like playboy bunny who's 22 like all over him like there's no way that girl wants him for his fucking personality no fucking way well sometimes the girl tricks the guy you know that that does happen have you seen the new show white lotus yeah have you seen that show yeah (laughs) yeah the new second yeah, season. I, uh, which character are you referring to? The prostitute. Oh, that the girl. Who, like, oh, 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 sorry. I thought you were thinking, um, what's her name? Like the way she tricks the younger kid. Yeah. Into like giving her money because she thinks she's like she's pretending like she needs it, and he's like trying to play the hero. I think, doesn't she need it? I thought her pimp needed it. No, or she, she just, just lying? walks away with the money at the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> she tells him, "I'm gonna move to LA with oh, you." Oh, that whole thing. And he, she just needs like fifty grand or something. Yeah. And she tricks him into like pitying him. Yeah. And then she just cops the money. That's different. Like, if if that's the situation, yeah, I feel like that's not okay. Yeah. But if it's the situation, like, it was with the dad, where the dad brought her to the hotel, and he's like, hey, we're going to do something for three hours, and here's some money. Let's, let's just yeah. handshake, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense, you know? Yeah. And even the dad was telling his son, like, are you fucking stupid? Yeah. Like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> like, come on. Oh. But the guy was trying to play a hero. Well, that's the nice thing, guy. isn't it? He was trying to be, like, the exact opposite of his dad, and it was making him an idiot. But, oh, yeah, that whole... Do you know what? The second season was really good, actually. You know, there's also another thing with men where, like, if the guy does try to be the nice guy and be the caregiving guy, he's called a simp, and women think he's not a man enough. Mm. You know what I mean? And so for, like, a guy, it's like, okay, if I do the traditional men stuff, I'm a piece of shit. If I try to be a nice guy, I'm a wimp. What do you want me but to do? But the be? thing is, people are trying to be something that they're... We're getting so off topic here, but anyway, but, like... People are trying to be something that they're not. And that's the issue. Like, of course somebody's going to take advantage if they see you're not being authentic. Because people who are over nice and they're over giving, they're not doing it out of authenticity. They're doing it out of desperation because they feel unworthy and feel like they have to earn love. Like, if you're doing it from a place of like, it feels good to me to give this to you, then nobody's going to take advantage of you because you're not going to let that happen. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I've had a lot of guys who are in relationships with women. They share money, they share everything. And she's just using him. And, like, it's obvious to everybody but the guy because he's, like, the yeah. nice guy, right? And as soon as he tries to end things and he becomes dickish, she starts running after him. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. You know? But that you know that's I mean? people who are just So it is, it is frustrating. That's, I think that's, that's... People think that kind of thing happens a lot more than it does. So, and I think and that's on from the male perspective and the female perspective. Like, that kind of situation is, like, a horror story and it's not actually what the majority of people are like you have opportunistic men you have opportunistic women you have men and women who are overgiving desperate whatever it is and they get taken advantage of that is just that's just how it is but anyway sorry we are so 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 off topic <laughs> actually we're talking about feminists and, and gender roles and stuff no, I, I think still. it's not i think it's i think it's all related mm. right I, I think it's all related because feminism developed because they're like it developed for a reason mm. right women felt oppressed so the feminism movement came in Right, and now men are kind of feeling oppressed, whether or not that's true yeah. or not. That's why you have like people like Andrew Tate in yeah. the world, because there are men who feel frustrated by the feminist movement. Yeah, mostly because I feel like there's like a miscommunication of like, what the fuck do you want from me? Mm. Nothing. Like if I'm a strong guy, I'm a piece of shit. If I'm not a strong guy, you're not gonna want me. Wh- what the fuck do you want? You know what I mean? Like you want me to let, like you want to work, but then you want me to pay for dinner. Like, where's the liberation? Okay, I want to do help you with the housewife, but you still want me to pay for it. Like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah, you know yeah, I, mean? I 100% agree with that. I think, unfortunately, like all good movements, it has been co-opted by a bunch of dickheads. And so you have the people who are like, rights for women, women should have all the rights and, blah, and all that stuff. And now you've got the entitled bitches, I will call them, who use feminism in order to just, you know, get what they want which i think is completely wrong that's not what the movement's about and unfortunately it's now a dirty word to say you're a feminist because of those people who use it to be assholes like i remember seeing um it was quite a few years ago now but somebody i knew posted something on facebook or something it was like a picture of like a i don't know like a bake sale or something and basically it was saying like women get it for free but men have to pay 
And I was like, they were like, oh, this is not okay. And I was like, I kind of, me on my little feminist horse was like, just because there's some twats in the, in you know, in the movement doesn't mean the whole movement is baseless. And they were like, yeah, but that's bullshit. And I was like, I agree with you. That is bullshit. Like, that's not okay that they're doing that. But at the same time, just because some there's some bad actors, you can't, you can't tar everybody with the same brush. It's true of all communities. Like, there are plenty of feminist people who are amazing people who care about women. They care about men. Like, I care about men. If our people are misandressed around me, it makes me really angry. Like, you can't, you can't claim that you want equality and then piss on other people, especially people who are trying to help you. Like, you don't get support for your movement if you're going to piss on men. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it makes me really annoyed. Like, be a feminist, believe women deserve rights, but also believe that not all men are pieces of shit. Not all men are trying to remove your rights from you. Most men are just trying to live their lives. And I'm sorry, but your problem doesn't come under their remit to them and I know that's not a great situation but everybody is essentially neutral like nobody owes you anything and so if you've got men who are actually actively trying to help you great thank you so much I appreciate your service do you know what I mean thing is like if we try to help I don't need your help if we don't help why aren't you helping Mm, me mm. you know what I mean it's like what do you want yeah it's ridiculous isn't it there's also this like subset of like TikTok which is significant where it's like women are like saying if he doesn't make six figures and if he doesn't do this and if he doesn't have that, if he doesn't have a home for you, yeah. he's not husband material. And it's like, all right, fuck. Okay, so the guy has to like achieve all this level of success, right? And at the same time, let you do whatever the fuck you want. Mm. But you as a woman deserve that because you're a woman <laughs> inherently, right? And as a guy, you're thinking like, well, what the fuck just happened, yeah. right? Like, it, I thought it was equal, but now suddenly it's not equal. I have to provide for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you know what? I group those kinds like, of oh, women... Fuck with the incel crowd so because they're like basically like who, what the fuck are you bringing to the table like who what like literally a lot of these women are like they do not bring anything to the table like they may be like pretty but that's it they bring fuck all else to the table and they're like you have to do this 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 and this and it's kind of like those incel guys who are like oh well i live in my mom's basement and i'm horrible and i don't have a job and i smell like bo all the time but i deserve rihanna like do you know what i mean it's the same thing it's like it's just like this this over blown sense of entitlement equal means equal it's like i understand that women have been historically and still to this day like devalued not taken seriously i mm. get it. yeah but that doesn't mean like you have to overcorrect. where it's like men have to like just pour out yeah. and give everything to you it, it, it doesn't make sense right well, it's it's like you said earlier it's like a case of like you you pick and choose the things that you're willing to do that like that's a partnership that's that's uh you know i don't want this on my plate okay baby i'll take that off your plate and you do this one all right and i think it goes again it goes back to the idea that women at home and the stuff that women do at home all men whatever are doing at home isn't inherently valuable and that is the crux of this issue we are not valuing appropriately what is done in the household even though like you said it is like the most important job in the world is you know having a family unit and raising children properly that is the most that's the next generation that is people of the next generation like the most important thing is raising them properly so they don't grow up to be fucking assholes and it's like why is that you know that needs to be appropriately valued so that when a woman is taking on that role or a man is taking on that role it's not like one person is getting the rough end of the deal they're both getting an equal part of the partnership one person is bringing one thing to the table they're bringing another thing to the table it's all equal in that respect you don't have to have a high-flying job and be a boss bitch and think that you're, you know, you're not equal if you don't have that. You are equal. Just one person's bringing one element, the other person's bringing the other element. They're both equal. They're both important. For me, I think equal doesn't mean everybody's the same. Mm. Equal just means you have equal opportunity to do whatever you want. And that, that opportunity should exist for everybody. Yeah. And whether or not you, like, exercise that opportunity is up to you, right? Like, maybe a woman wants to be a housewife. Maybe she wants to work. Maybe a guy wants to work. Maybe a guy wants to stay home. But everybody should have the opportunity to make those decisions themselves, you know. Mm. It Absolutely. shouldn't be dictated the yeah. way it used to be. That That's it. Anything beyond that, anything saying, I want this, I want... That's just bullshit, you know. It doesn't make any sense to me. No, no. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's just adding another yoke to women. A case of, like, they have to be... They have to be feminist the way I want you to be feminist. You're not allowed to be feminist the way you choose to be feminist, which is just more bondage, in my opinion. But then that's not feminist. It's, it's in, inherently goes against the underlying principle of the movement. Yeah, right? of personal choice. It's yeah. like the civil rights movement. It's like the civil rights movement. I want equality for black people, but you know, I don't want Mexicans to vote. Like, what the fuck? Like, you can't, 
you can't pick and choose like that, you know? Yeah, everybody's equal or they're not, yeah. But anyway, I think that's ultimately what it means. Just do whatever you want and that's that's what feminism means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let, let trad wives be trad wives. Because well, the way I interpreted feminism wasn't ever like more rights for women. It was just equal rights for everybody, right? The same way civil rights. Mm. Civil rights, feminism, for me, they kind of are the same thing, right? But, but a lot of people these days, they yeah. think feminism means women want more power, which isn't necessarily true. Mm. I think it should just be they want yeah. equal access to power. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. Like they want to have a seat at the table and they want to be valued for that seat at the table. That's it. Unless you're, you know, one of those feminazis who wants to ruin everybody, who wants to kill all men. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, those people are hurt typically, you know, by men. You know, a lot of them yeah. have been like sexually assaulted, raped, whatever. And, and I can understand their perspective because men are shitty. Mm. Like 90% of rapes are committed by men. So I understand where women are coming from in that side, you know. But like, again, you, you yeah. don't want to overcorrect and like blame everybody for small subset of people yeah absolutely you're you're attacking everyone and that's not productive at all i think the reason right. they attack everybody there is a reason like men do protect other men right kind of like how cops do you know if a woman says she got raped a lot of men aren't going to believe her they're going to say she had it coming or maybe some guys will make off-color jokes and that's where women get mad where i understand why they get mad but like mm -hmm. what's the the answer to that isn't like fuck all men it's more like let's teach men to be more responsible in how they behave not just with women but everybody you know what i mean do you know i was um i don't know if you've seen the show unbelievable um on netflix but i was re-watching it um like the last couple of days and obviously it's based on true events and it's about um this serial rapist and this girl who like basically wasn't believed and she was the first rape and essentially if the police had believed her then it probably would have stopped all these other rapes um happening and it took two female detectives who basically were like well i'm not letting this go and it was kind of it got me thinking about like unconscious bias and i can understand like i don't think it's right at all but i can understand where both people are coming from because i think a lot of the time men tend to overestimate how often false rapes are reported and so and i think it comes from obviously like this idea of like well i don't want to be accused of rape i don't want to be accused of rape and so like their unconscious bias is like to be on the side of like well you're probably lying because i want to make sure that i am not accused of rape and i can understand that completely because if you think about it from the women's point of view they're also like i don't want to be raped i don't want anyone else to be raped and so like they are gonna latch onto it and want to solve this case in the complete inverse of how the male police of like might be a bit reticent to do so because they're kind of seeing it from the perspective of like what if i was accused and i was innocent and i think it does that does pepper a lot of like interactions with police and again not saying it's correct we have to have unconscious bias training we have to make sure that people are understanding when they're being biased and when they're not being seeing something objectively but we also have to kind of have empathy from the fact that like men are people men are seeing things from their own perspective women are people women are seeing things from their own perspective and they're they're not always gonna like work together and they're not always gonna be a cohesive thing like if you're if you're doing it for your own personal bias or personal perspective then it isn't always gonna be clean cut it's just complicated I, th I think most the major reason most men don't believe women when it comes to like sexual assault and rape is because they think she had it coming honestly like that that's the underlying feeling it's like well, she wore that dress. Well, yeah. If you're not, if you're not the perfect victim, it's because like you. Yeah. Oh, well, you did flirt with him. Why'd you flirt with him if you didn't want it? And it's like, because because guys think like if I flirt with a girl and if she if she has sex with me, that's great. So yeah. like for them, it's like if a girl flirts with a guy, isn't that what she wants? You know what I mean? So they're thinking it from their perspective, yeah. which is true. Like if a guy flirts with a girl, that's the only thing he cares about. But if a girl flirts with a guy, sometimes that's not what she cares about. Maybe she's just flirting you know what I mean yeah absolutely and you know what actually if you think about the inverse of that because you know talk about the whole fact that women don't want chivalry and they you know they're like I can do it myself and all that shit but I think that is because there is like a an unspoken social expectation that if a man buys you a drink if a man buys you dinner if he does this you have to give him sex and I think that is why a lot of women are like fuck you I don't owe you shit don't be nice to me kind of thing and it's like we need to fix that of a case of like sometimes someone pulling your chair out for you sometimes someone buying you dinner is just exactly what you think it is and not a you know 
not a debt essentially yeah but then then guy for guys it's like well okay then let's split it you know and then you're a piece of shit if you have to split it it's always a tough game well that's not always true because i I went through a long time of like my you know very feminist days of back in the day when I thought like men weren't allowed to pay for dinner. Um, I used to always split it, and it was I think part of it was me thinking that it was like not fair on the man that he had to pay, but then also like a bit of me being like I don't feel worthy to have a man pay for me. But the I my opinion has kind of changed now, in the sense that I think I think men should generally pay for like a date, and I think mainly that is because that men earn more and also the fact that as a woman my cosmetics my clothes all the shit that you expect me to have in order to be like presentable are way more expensive and so like i have a much higher upfront cost of being at that date and so i'm like do you know what i feel like maybe your shirts are like three for five dollars my shirt is fifty dollars for one shirt like you fucking pay for dinner <laughs> <laughs> all right okay you know i have to pay five quid extra for my my raises you don't i'll accept that i'll accept that answer because usually i'm on the side of like split it yeah but i, I guess that makes sense because yeah. women does have to do more for the same women do have more upfront costs and we get paid less so i'm like you fucking paid for yeah. you invited me you show your best hand because i don't think that should be true all the time because like you know i if you're married or whatever then you can split it but like when you're courting someone i think i think men need to just you know they need to raise their game a bit if i'm honest and they have to be appreciative of the fact that women's lives are much more expensive than men's typically not all the time and it's a social expectation if it wasn't a social expectation like if i turn up to a date and be barefaced and the guy would be like cool then fine but if i have to pay 90 quid for a fucking bronzer in order to be considered socially acceptable you can buy me a five quid burger like fuck off that's fair that's fair i agree with that most people don't have it presented that way so that's that's a different perspective but i get it but anyway, ultimately, yeah. people should do what they want. And guys, don't be afraid to pay for dinner. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, don't be, be, pay for dinner if you want to pay for dinner. Like, if you, if you like a girl enough and you want to show off and you want to make her feel like she's special, pay for that dinner. If you don't, if you're not really into it, don't. That's fine. You don't have to pay for dinner. But at the same time, a girl will probably really appreciate it. Well, if the date well, doesn't girls, go well, maybe don't pay for dinner. <laughs> That sends a message, right? That's an easy way to get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, if she's, like, awful, if you get there and she's, like, really racist and awful, then, like, definitely don't pay for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's all we have to say. Basically, if you want to be a traditional wife, you be a traditional wife. You choose your own adventure. That's how we, that's how we do in this, like, feminist utopia. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't call it a utopia. I'd call it... I don't know what I no. would call it. <laughs> Hellscape. <laughs> That's probably pretty accurate. <laughs> All right, go enjoy your hellscapes, everybody. Go enjoy your hellscapes. <laughs> See you next time, guys. Bye. All right, bye.